Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Hi, this is Jeff Parlin, and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. Yes, it's that time of the week again. It's time for what we now know as a joyful romp through the meadows of the world of sport, the green, green grass of home, the theatre of dreams, the palace of the beef. Yes, it's 365 Days of Sport, the sport show you never knew you wanted to listen to, and the sport show you may not listen to again. With the four-leaf clover of sports shows. Oh, I love it. Is that what we are? I looked up romp, by the way. Did you? It does mean uh, any an activity partaken with high energy. That's and, us, Rob. Uh, that is us. But, but that's not, high energy doesn't suggest joyful. It can be exhausting. So may be it. Joyful romp. Joyful romp. It's a there joyful was that, romp. that from the last show. There's something else you said, which oh, I was sure it? was bollocks. Oh, Bob Marley. Yes. The, the, Did the, we look the, Bob you, Marley I up? looked up Bob Marley, how did Bob Marley die? Yeah. You weren't far off. Really? It was pretty accurate. Yeah. But it wasn't just an infected toe. Oh, okay. It was melanoma under the toenail. Wow. Which is very rare, apparently. It's more genetic as opposed to getting well, some damage. Well, this is quite unbelievable. Old Beef Senior, Beef Senior himself, right? He has just had a melanoma re- removed from his f- under his fingernail. Yeah, He's see, a- he had it drilled out, and then they what they've done now after drilling it out, yep. they've sliced off the top of his finger and the nail to get rid of everything. Yeah, so well, you he- got to. Yeah, you can't muck about with it. But that's what happened to old Bob. So it wasn't was it. Was it gangrene related well, or not? I don't know if it became gangrene and he chose it. I didn't continue reading. Oh, okay. But um, it was ultimately the cause. But I did say he didn't need to die. Oh, we know that. Yeah. So yeah. it was a it was a fair bit of... Uh, Doobies, Rob. Doobies. Yeah, smoking up the old reefer a bit too much. Mm. Writing songs about love and whatever else. World Cup is on. World Cup, yep. Netball. And we'll ride on. We, Women's uh, football. England. Uh, see, this. Is, I knew they'd do this. Do you? As soon as there's expectation, forget about it. If anyone's following the cricket, even though Wales aren't playing... Uh, what, Australia, why do you have to say that? Australia are 206 for three off 37.2 overs. So, uh, why do I say that? Because I'm gutted, Rob. I'm gutted that Wales don't have a team in this farcical tournament. Well, they do, do they actually, actually even have a team? Um, don't they play for England? Isn't it England and Wales? It's meant to be. What flag are they playing under? England. Yeah. What? National anthem that's they sing be so before annoying. the games. Does it, is it hard, like being like just like a non-country? Yeah, it is in like, the cricket. Uh, it like, definitely is. It is so hard being a non-country in this yeah. World Cup. In fact, not even acknowledged in any way. No, that's exactly right. It's just England. Apart from we're in the hosting because people think it's all the same. They do. I that's think what that's the you. most grating thing. People do think it's all the same, mm. and I hate the twats. You made that loud, loud very clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't be. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be this, the case. Well, what, what are you going? What's the latest on you? So, the quest. V- people listen. It, beefy for some time. Yeah, it, it surges up every now and again, and then he realizes it's futile. It's effort. not futile, Rob. But he goes on it's Facebook on a storming rampage. With you can just feel the anger, oh, I'm uh, angry. and I, I've seen him when he's angry like this yeah. in, in the flesh, and it's just it's he's writhing <laughs> and, and just pain and the turmoil. He's just determined. To get a Welsh team. He doesn't want to be part of this English team. But, but the thing is, yeah. he goes on about this, but the truth is, my friend, Wales, they're not going to be any good. We might be better than... Scotland. Yeah. We might be better Ireland. than Denmark. Yeah. Ireland. Yeah. I mean, they... Well, they can't make the World Cup because you'd be Afghanistan. It'd be, uh, quite, it'd be pretty tight, wouldn't it? It would be tight. In yeah. fact, somebody actually did a current Welsh team. They're all playing uh, yeah. first-class cricket. Actually, yeah. it's... It's actually quite handy. Well, then why don't they do it? Well, it's about time England kicked this out, in all honesty, because yeah. that's the only way it's going to happen. It's not Wales breaking away. Yep. England actually need to kick us out. How, I reckon how it's can reverse... they, after all these years, still be the beholders of their own empire in that regard? Why can you not be separate? I know it's, the, it's because great Because Wales won't do it. That's that's the problem, because they, there's, the people that run Glamorgan Cricket are just... They covet their own jobs. They feather their own pockets, Rob. Yeah. This is the problem. They're too behest at so the fact they're, they're like, earning money from the ECB yep. themselves, right? So they're essentially like on Braveheart, Robert the Bruce, when he betrays William Wallace because he wants to be a noble Scotsman. Exactly and right. he's in the back pocket of yep. uh, 
old King uh, Longshanks there, and he gets involved with now, him, and he, he he ends up screwing over Mel is, Gibson completely. This is what people have got wrong, is mm. the fact that if Wales became an associate nation to play cricket, the players, your, I was going to say your, our yeah. players, could still go on to play for England at Test Cricket. Right. As an associate nation, until we get... Oh, well, okay. Until we're like Ireland, who've just got full Test status. Yep. Before that, they were still a one day, one day, one day team. Yeah. So this is what people get wrong. We want to be a test nation. Don't what, don't get me wrong. What's the discussion amongst your countrymen? Is everyone else's and is we despise the English? Or? No, I think it's come to a point now where everyone's given up. Well, <laughs> apathy. The mm. the Welsh sense of apathy. That's uh, it's probably yeah. We just can't be bothered. Yeah. Can't be bothered. Just waving a white flag. I don't think they are. I with think a red cross there is on a, it. There is a push for independence at the minute, which is quite, which which has become more... Full-blown independence. Full-blown nah, independence. No, they have. It's become more vociferous. They, but what, then they have to just get rid of the Queen and all that lot. What has she done for Wales? <laughs> what have the Romans ever done for us? <laughs> just complaining. <laughs> uh, we were. We were Roman. And the, we actually... Um, the Welsh, if you look through the history books, actually... Uh, I know you were Roman. Embraced the Roman culture. We actually got on quite well with them. Not like the English trying to fight them. Yeah. That's why we still have lots of Italians in Wales. Is that why you got that mental language with all the, the no, that's, absolute shambles? that's the oldest language going. That's ancient language. Not as old as Latin. It's older than Latin. No, it's not. Of course it is. You look it up. No, it's probably not. It's getting to a point now where I think the, even the English, I know a friend of the show, Paul Tooby, he's now of the opinion. He's for a Welsh mm. team because he wants them out of the English setup. Well, now that you've told me you can you can put together our entire team of first-class Oh, pickings, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fairly handy side as well. That's actually not, not the worst idea. Yeah. And I, I would like to see a little more, feel a bit more involved. We beat England as well a few years ago. just spectator. No, that's pretty good. What? Yeah. In a 2020? Uh, 50. One okay. day, but um, we did have Jax Kelly's playing for us. Mm. Okay, I don't know how that works. Yeah, well, he yeah. was playing for Glamorgan at the time, see, mm. so we borrowed him. Anyway, England are cracking under pressure. They lost to Sri Lanka. How can you? That's a disaster. Did you see that run chase? That's one of the worst, stupidest run chases I've ever seen. Well, you'd have to say, at this particular point in time, mm. the uh, the gift from Roberto Bryce to my girlfriend's family of the great multi, Australia was the longest leg at that point, $6 to win the World Cup. Yeah. That's looking pretty damn good right now. Yep. And Hamilton's definitely already crowned. Yeah, uh, he's, he's done. I saw that. Yeah, that's done and done. That's locked in. Colling was, uh, they're going to make top four. Should Very do. solid. Yeah. So it's all about to win the World John Cup. John McEnroe, though, to win a Grand Slam this year, I don't think it's happening. No, well, that was not part of it. The only one that I'm annoyed is that they retired Winks. Winks. Hmm. You can remember all of them now, can you? Yeah, there was one missing. Though. All Blacks got to win. All, World, oh, World Cup, World well, Cup. That's not going to happen. Oh, right. Yeah, $2 to win. That's not going to happen. What, how, can you, gonna... how can you just dismiss it? I've like, dismissed it. I'm telling you now. It's like it's happening. that simple. It's not happening this year. It's a red year, Rob. Oh, you've got to be having it's a red year. laugh. Your kids are rubbish. Couldn't even beat bloody Wales in the uh, under 20s. Didn't we beat you uh, just on just last time we played? When? We haven't lost. We've 14 wins straight, Rob. Didn't we Didn't we, did we not play in the last seat yet? No, no oh, That's didn't. why. It doesn't yeah. count. 14 wins straight. Yeah, you haven't beaten us, though. Doesn't True. doesn't matter. Not since 1953. 1953. Yeah. Yeah. That's so anyway, it's only 69 um, years. News, Rob, by the way, there is news about Wales. What? Wales going to tour New Zealand next year, 2020. Old school. So oh, that's uh, good, like a proper yeah. old school tour. So um, do, I, do I have to ring um, Mr. and Mrs. B to uh, confirm to book a place? my residence for uh, the Eden yeah, Park test? Oh, there's plenty of room. Good. Go for I'm it. I'm in. Really? Because obviously it'll be a World Cup, the well, the Webb Ellis Tour for us. We'll be taking the gold trophy around New Zealand. Oh, Look at what God. you could have won. Unbelievable. <laughs> How can someone that's been down for so long all of a sudden be oozing uh, confidence? Look at what you could have won. Hey, I had KFC for dinner on the way here. Really? Tuesday? Great. Is, yeah, was it, Tuesday. Was it? Well, actually, they have nine for nine ninety five. Yeah, but I didn't see that until after I've finished eating. Now, but I think that could have been a disaster. It is a disaster because I checked out the. the it's your entire oh, intake week. for it, a week. It is eight, calories. Eight, no, not a week for a day. No, it's eight like, thousand and eighty calories. Is it? Yeah, when you day, you're at eight thousand seven hundred. I reckon that they've reduced that then. No, because you'd be surprised because at the end of the day, it is chicken. I mean, it's P27. It is, it is, it is chicken. <laughs> Friends of the show so will know I'd, what a P27 chicken on, is. On the Weight Watchers Guide, yeah. it's three pieces of chicken is the same as a Big Mac. Three really? pieces of KFC, yeah. I'd rather have chicken. I'd way rather have KFC. There's yeah. only two things that happen after KFC, though. It's, it's either like 
absolute guilt, you've swollen, <laughs> fat, disgusting, or it goes down brilliantly, and you're like, oh, I'm definitely having that again. And I, that was one of those ones just then. I was just oh. starving. Okay. So a while ago, yeah. I actually did the old nine for nine ninety five challenge. I yeah. think it was even nine for nine. Well, it's not a challenge. Well, it is if you, you make it a challenge. You, you made it a challenge. Yeah, a self. There was no one sort of put you on the spot and said, "Beefy, here's yeah. a challenge." You just well, by yourself with yeah. no one round and yeah. said, "I'm going to try and eat nine pieces of chicken in a yeah, row." Yeah, yeah. Because it's Tuesday. Because it's Tuesday and it's yeah. nine bucks. Yeah. And um, I got to eight. Couldn't do the nine. You couldn't do the ninth nah, after doing eight. I was ill. Actually, yeah, that, Ill. that would be pretty rank. I felt full. And it was so greasy. Yeah. Do you know what? I probably actually didn't even have KFC for a long, long time after that. Right. And I mean a long, long time. I couldn't face it. That's tremendous. The bottom of the bucket, no joke, the bottom of the bucket. Transparent. Oh, no, no, it had like a centimetre thick of fat sitting in the bottom. It was dripping. (laughs) That's how, oh, it was, that's why I never, one, but I still still had eight pieces though, Rob. Yeah, very good. And the the strange thing was, I was quite late on a Tuesday night as well. Mm. They actually gave me like nine massive, it wasn't just like a little wing. Yeah. They actually gave me nine massive chunks to eat. But that's because they they have to select certain, I read a sign saying that that, that there's the requirements of what pieces they Three breasts, you. three wings, and three Asian No idea. I noticed the guy at the counter while I was there saying they'd run out of... Uh, they Spicy. only had thighs, wings, and drumsticks left. So i got two drumsticks in mine. Oh, no but breasts. But if, if I hadn't had any chips or whatever, yeah. I could have easily done five tonight, I reckon. Oh, okay. But, yeah, would have been a bit rank afterwards, I think. All righty. But anyway, great KFC. So that was, uh, that was very, very good. Hawthorne suck. You don't want to talk about that. Is I don't I don't even think is AFL sort of thing. Yeah, still going, still playing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I noticed it was in the news this week because at Etihad Stadium, <laughs> this is a guy who works at SEN trying to pretend <laughs> no AFL. At Etihad Stadium, huh? there were two blokes standing on the top tier spitting over the top onto opposition fans. That's rank. It was pretty rank. After the week they had the week before with the uh, fun police. Throwing people out for cheering. So this, is, this is on. This is on camera and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I've yeah. seen the footage. It's horrendous. Was it as rank as that Cameroon player spitting on the English oh, God. soccer captain? Was there really just bad timing, or was it? It was just careless. I haven't seen the video footage. I must admit, but the photo that showed it's. Doesn't she's look looking, she's at, looking the at the arm. Oh, it's not Although the look. angle could not. Yeah, yeah it, you always get a bit of foreshortening and things, but it's, but the whole tendency and and the way that match developed, mm. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, it's. Not good. Not a good look. And I've refereed a lot of games mm. with African players, and they don't see it as offensive as, uh, you know, what we would speak yeah. at people. White people. What, well, Western yeah. culture. Anglos, basically. Yeah. Any sporting pursuits, Rob? I played tennis last night. Did you? I won both my games. Ooh. All right. I, uh, I actually had to play against my girlfriend twice. So, really? Yes, I won both games. Um, i tell you what I had on the weekend. I had the old cleaning ultimatum. Really? Like, yeah, well, because like you know, you know, like um. Why am I not surprised? Uh, well, it's it's not it's not it's not that I I don't clean at all, and now I have to. It's not it's not it's not as rank as that. It's like I'm I was given the, cho- the choice of two options. <laughs> what, leave I was sitting or there, clean? we just we, we finished breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes, and it's like okay. Here's your options: you can either do the washing or clean the bathroom. Oh, okay. So of course it's a no-brainer. Yeah, to do the washing. I say, oh, well, it's easy. I'll do the washing. Which she sort of <laughs> said that, and it wasn't. Well, she gave an uh, option. She gave the option, but I could sense Sch- that was not the option. School girl. There was no real option. That's a schoolgirl error. From because there. when I when I thought back, okay, we've been together for. 16 months or something yeah i've not cleaned the bathroom in 16 months well as the previous seven years to that as well by the way (laughs) i was was probably due so i said well actually now that now that i think about it i've never cleaned the bathroom ever so it's tough though man because there's a whole different standard of cleanliness definitely it's not like i look at everything in the house and go this place is so clean it couldn't be any cleaner yeah and should we test be looking at the same things and go? This is disgusting. disgusting. This needs this done. This done. This done. I'm like what? I just want to watch cricket. Yeah. But um, <laughs> or the dogs. <laughs> well, I haven't got trackside anymore. Not Sky Racing anymore. So I have to what? Nearby. It's on from... channel 70, 80, 78, free view, isn't it? I just what? Nah, it's not. Not on Racing dot com. No, nah, it's only on Sky Racing. I thought they had the. Um... Trust me, Beefy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 
I'm just still thinking about your <laughs> standards of cleaning the bathroom. That's quite funny. It's tough. Hi, I'm Jeff Fennick, and this is 365 Days of Sport. Jeff Fennick, Rob. Jeffrey. Remember, even when you lose, you yeah, win. Yeah, 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 I know. Don't you worry. I know all too well. I uh, I pay attention. I'm excited about New Zealand a little, but I'm not that thrilled with our batting. Oh, like, well, considering both your openers got first ballers in the last game. Well, that wasn't great, yeah. Colin Munro doesn't seem to be able to do it against the top sides. Yeah. He can go against like Sri Lanka, maybe yeah. Bangladesh, Afghanistan, Pakistan. Pakistan. But uh, he just seems to get found out pretty quickly against proper pace yeah. attacks. He's just a big tonka. But we haven't had, we're the, I haven't had to chase over 300 yet. We haven't made well, we, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't made over three hundred. That's good bowling. All. It is good bowling. Yeah, but we haven't we haven't made over three hundred. Okay. When do you play Australia? Saturday. That's a big test. Isn't yeah, it's a big test. We got a very favourable draw, in New Zealand. Yes, got to yeah. be said. I'm ha- to have not the, disagreeing with that. All the you know to save England Australia for the last two teams and it rained off against India. <laughs> what are the chances? Maybe it's our year. Maybe. Maybe it is. That's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, Israel Fillet, what's happened? Well, this whole GoFundMe campaign thing has just been brilliant. Yeah. Or, or just intrigued. Just, the whole thing is just highly amusing. I've swayed so far away from being worried about the content of what he's saying to now just thinking about why is everyone making such a big deal out of this? Mm. Because no one's going to pay any attention. To, it's... Well, I, I think you're you're actually getting further and further away from being correct, Rob. Because with all this publicity, people will start to listen to him now because they want to know, well, what's going on? But no, but they're not going to listen and act based on what he's saying. Look, that, that No one actually agrees with what he said, no, or, or very few, uh, apart from people that are funding his two seven hundred grand from... So he's, he's, just, he's got two, two essential audiences. Hmm. He's got the religious, insane religious Christians, or yeah. like beyond Christians. Not just Christians, yeah. Mental Christians, and the Pauline Hanson vote. So full blown bogans and and th- think about it like this like yeah. in terms of him actually influencing the entire country in terms of their thoughts and feelings about homosexual yep. uh, behavior and identity already we already know that 67% of the country voted yes for gay marriage so straight away he's only got 33% maximum to work with yeah true but the fact is even of that 33% the vast majority of those people have no problem with the gay community. They no. just didn't necessarily believe in gay merit. That's and so you're left with maybe five percent who are genuinely, possibly homophobic. Yeah. And then to, to to actually then you know for them to wield such strong power that they can then try and set back the last I don't know eighty years of social progress for homosexuals just based on some Israel Folau Instagram message. It's not going to do anything. If the, everyone's talking that the actual content is not no longer the issue. It's the silencing of free speech. Yes. I'm now and not 100%... Just religious freedom as well now, apparently, I read today. I'm 100% behind Israel's um, right. right to express his utter immoral... Moronic. Moronic thoughts. ramblings. Yeah. I, fact, I, I, I'm standing up for his right to be a moron. Exactly. That's his right. But... He's taking that right to be a moron to the courts. <laughs> That's the problem. You know, this thing is, this reminds, there's a Ricky Gervais bit yeah. where he's on Twitter and he talks about someone uh, says, I, I, it's a, he has a, one of his anti-religious ones, or an yeah. atheist type of, type yes. of one. He's a huge atheist, huge by atheist. the way. And, and so some evangelical nutter from probably the US somewhere. Westboro Baptist writes, Church, probably. I can't wait to to laugh at you when I see you being raped by Satan. Ah, that's what he wrote in his in his, nice. in his response, <laughs> which is quite brilliant. And then people were going at him, telling him to shut up and silence himself. And Ricky's going, "No, no, no! He's allowed to say what he wants." Yeah. And all of a sudden, when he thought about it, all of a sudden he's standing up for this guy's right <laughs> to fantasize about him being in hell, being raped by the devil. See, that's that's the attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to allow Israel to be a moron so we can mock him and show everyone why he's an idiot. I'm we, not we should slander with that. And, and mock and destroy, debate, break down the uh, insane stupidity of what he's saying yeah. and just let it ride. None of us sustain it. We can't handle it. We're all offended. We're going to go cry. He's an idiot. 
a brainwashed idiot. A brainwashed idiot. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. He is brainwashed. He's, he's, no. I feel sorry for him. Oh, well, you should do. You should do. Mm. Well, the problem is, it's affecting New Zealand now. Really? Yes. I, it's, it's gone. It's, but they were in it. Jacinda Ardern the next day was on this one. But well, the problem is, because um, obviously Israel Falao's wife is Maria Falao. Maria Tutaia, yeah. Yes, who's New Zealand netball goal Great shooter. Great goal shoot, goal attack as well. And um, she's obviously backed Israel's stance, or his right to religious express freedom, his express yeah, his yeah. views, and yeah. uh, how she hates gays. She said that as well. Oh, I don't know. I she don't just think backed so. that up. I don't think she does. Who knows? She plays netball, so yeah. she's probably in a team. I, I don't actually think either one of them actually hates gays at all. No. Hates the thought of it, though. Mm. Possibly. Well, no, well, just, no, just this, this is what the Bible says. No, well, said. actually, they, that's exactly right. They probably don't hate them. The no. fact that is, they're actually just going to hell because of what they do. Yeah. You know, don't so forget. Israel, if he met a homosexual person, he'd have a nice good old chat, cup of tea, and go, oh, no, and nice then, to meet you. Sorry to inform you, but you're going to go to hell. You're going to go to hell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you over there in the corner having a drink. Yeah. Really sorry, yeah. you're going to hell as well. Don't to hell. lie to me as well, Rob, because guess what? You're going to hell. Yeah. Remember, and, you slept with that girl, um, not you know, a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, hell. mate. Yeah. Going to hell. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you worship the All Blacks at one stage. Yep. Yeah. I think that's idols, idols. idolizing. Okay, sure. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're going to hell Checking as well. The whole um, I don't uh, believe in hell. Remember so that. So for that purpose, I'm going to go to hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. True. Um, and that can of coke you stole when you ate. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Hell. Going to hell. Yeah. I think we, have we covered all bases. There? We've covered uh, that, that's uh, probably seven out of eight, I reckon. Yeah, I can't just, remember what just, the other just one was. Just missing one. Maybe it's a murderer. So I can't. Oh. Unfortunately, I've fallen short. So and just in case, yeah. six out of eight ain't yeah. bad. But Israel has no idea what the plan is for him. Still no. It's Still God's no plan. idea. It's, it's God's, God's plan. plan, Rob. God's plan. Anyway, if you haven't caught up with the Israel he's filet very, news, uh, he's picks and chooses his ideas, and this his plan <laughs> sort of seems to the be a bit all over the show. He's living his life, lacking logic, living his life by the Bible. I'm not a religious person, mm. as uh, most people should know by now. Uh, he's covered in tattoos, and Leviticus actually says you shall not. Right. Uh, oh, he's so, done another you know, contradiction. Yeah, so surprise, he's tattooed surprise. for a start. Yeah. And I think there's something else that he's contrary to the Bible for. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so he's going to have to shave his skin off. Right. He's get big, rid of those tattoos. Well, the other thing is like with um, God, uh, like, yeah. all seeing, all knowing, knows everything, can do anything. What sh- what's she doing with herself? Why now? did he make AIDS? <laughs> or she? Sorry, gen- gender neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I think the term is. Right. Don't worry about tsunamis and volcano eruptions or anything like that, earthquakes. Don't worry about that. Yeah. AIDS, Rob. (laughs) AIDS, come on. (laughs) Oh, my word. Dinosaurs, meteors and all that rubbish. Anyway, um, just in case you haven't caught up with the Falao news, uh, Israel Falao set up a GoFundMe page. Uh, Noted supporters of the LBGQITA community... Yeah, um, noted supporters, and obviously Israel is uh, trying to raise money to uh, fund a legal case against the Australian Rugby Union for breach of contract. Now, he claims he needs $3 million to fund this legal Mm. campaign. Now, obviously, uh, what GoFundMe did is uh, withdraw that GoFundMe page due to breach of contract themselves Mm. with Israel because it was obviously funding, um, well, what's the word? victimization i guess of what he what israel was spouting on about basically so they were they have taken it down and then the uh, this campaign has kicked off today a private christian organization christian lobby i think yeah yeah they're called they've raised over i think the last count i saw on the news driving in was like over seven hundred fifty thousand. they're back up where the gofundme was more and in fact i did read on twitter as soon as that got taken down the one of the first comments was this will now double in size because of the adverse publicity it's created. Yeah. And this guy is absolutely spot on. It's exactly what's happened. Yeah, amazing. So uh, crazy. Talking of uh, crowdfunding and crowdsourcing and all that stuff, I've got a top ten for us, Rob. Hey! Ladies and gentlemen, here's tonight's top ten. Oh, I got a live one here. Goes on a bit that one, doesn't it? It's a good um, one. In light of uh, Israel Fillet's crowdfunding, I'm going to call them adventures. Yeah, <laughs> over the past few. Days. I reckon you got the most ludicrous GoFundMe campaign. Top ten bizarre ten. crowdfunding projects and failures. Right, but some of them are current, and some of them are because I because I knew you were in. Yes, yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of them are, are Kiwis. Because they've come up with some pretty great... These are current... What, what do you mean you knew I was in? What does that mean? I knew I was going to be on the show? Yeah. Oh, uh, so you Are say, you on the show? 
I am on the show, Most but... Weeks. But that's, you said that it's some kind of revelation. The show that's been the two of us for 115 I, episodes. Is like, oh, I'm going to be here 119, tonight. Rob. You've probably been yeah, on 115. Yeah, that's what I said. I yeah. said that's why I said 115. Have you missed four? Probably. Maybe five? Maybe. Re- uh, go in reverse order. Auckland, number 10, Auckland resident John Pedersen. Do you know him? No. He's just raised... I do know, actually, Pedersen. Yeah, John. He's just raised $199 in four days. Hopes to bank 3000 once his campaign concludes. So what has motivated six, you count them, Rob, six mm. generous donors to pledge their hard-earned cash to Pedersen? The engine of his 97 Subaru Impreza has broken down and he's unable to afford the repairs. Yeah. Pedersen acknowledged that a broken down engine was not a normal cause for crowdfunding, but nevertheless said any donation, no matter how small, would be greatly appreciated and yep. honoured. So he's just basically, I haven't got much money yeah. to fix my car. And his 97 Subaru Could, needs a new lot all pay for it. The car needs fixing, sure. Don't do it, New Zealand But there are other members of, on Give It A Little who have much greater needs. Some are facing cancer or lost a loved one. But I need my Subaru Impreza. Impreza. Impreza, yeah. Impreza. Yeah, okay. Number nine, Wellington resident Alexandria Tasker has fundraised a whopping $135 in just two days. Yep. Five Came to Rob, five donors felt impacted enough by Tasker's dilemma to donate to a campaign that is almost halfway to reaching its huge target of $350. What's the issue? Tasker's lawnmower was stolen, and she's in need of a replacement. That's a fair, fair call. But she does use it to help out others on her street who have disabilities replacing stolen tools is unusual on crowdfunding sites. You know, my dad had a lot of lawnmowers stolen. Really? At one point, it was just like a thing. Wow. It was happening once a month. They'll come in. The, yeah, yeah, they'll just once come in. They, yeah, and I kept finding it sort of quite amusing, but Dad didn't think <laughs> no, it was very funny. <clears throat> Why did he steal a lawnmower? To mow your grass. Cash yeah, converters, but... Rob. Cash converters. Mm, dodgy. Hard cash. Uh, number eight. Do you know uh, the uh, mongrel mongrel mob yep. member, Puck Kareka? Do I know him? Do you know, do you know Puck? No, I know who the mongrel mob are, oh, but yeah. I don't know anyone from the mongrel mob. Puck. One time when I was on the... We took Friday off work and went on the piss, myself and Stevie yeah. Atkin and my brother. Oh, Daz Panther. And uh, we went wandering around Daz Panther, wandering around uh, Ponson Grey, Ponsonby Grayland area, and my friend Stevie, no one knows him, but he's a friend of mine, <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got this way about him where he's very, very friendly and affable, yeah. and... and someone comes over sort of keen for a chat and I sort of like try and size him up going oh is this guy going to be riffraff he always nah come yeah come have a drink no worries yeah. and straight away I noticed the three dots beside the oh, eye which yeah. is mongrel mob oh right and yeah. then went shake his hand and he had no finger <laughs> <laughs> no index finger Perhaps he was a finger pull international for the Kiwis yeah. And then he invited them into like the into the car park for a joint and all this oh, sort of yeah. stuff in the car, and it all just got very very. Did and he, get and out he could of just hand, see Rob? he was scared, had that edginess, like wanting to fight type of guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And we just sort of had to try and run away. Oh, so that's my only encounter with the Mongol mob. Okay, yeah. So Puck should have been at work. Puck Kareka. He received global media attention after rapper Fifty Cent mocked his facial tattoo mm. on Instagram. However, the Hawks Bay resident was able to capitalise on his newfound popularity and convince people to donate to a fund to help him find employment. Kirika's Give a Little Page has since accumulated $957 from 42 donors in just a week. Not sure what the money is being put towards, but the gang member has since been accepted into a sport and exercise science course. That's good. That's got to be good, isn't it? Yep. All right, bit more uh, worldwide now. Number okay, seven. Out. This is the title. Write Dumb Stuff in the Sky. I'm asking you to donate money so that I can hire a man in a plane to write stupid things with clouds in the sky. Yeah. Kurt Brownowler's cloud project got funded with $6,800 so they can pay someone to write in the sky. Hmm. Do you think this was an attempt at a romantic gesture? Guess again. He just wanted to write half sentences like, how do I land? Guess again. Clouds forever. Guess again. Guess again. What does that mean? I don't know. Clouds Forever, he Clouds wrote. Forever. OMG, I'm flying. And yeah. uh, the worldwide favourite was Tweet Me, Bro. That was what he wanted to write in the sky. So an absolutely only pointless... One of, what was the first one again? How Do I Land? See, that's, I that's the only one that's half all right. Yeah, it's quite funny, that. Yeah. I, I to be honest, I thought he was just going to try to fly in the shape of a big knob. Oh, that's what I thought he'd do. Probably. Probably better again. Probably did that again. Yeah. All right, number six, simply titled Potato Salad, Rob. Potato. Someone wants some potato salad. It seems anything goes on Kickstarter these days. In an effort to spurt growth against the far more laissez-faire Indiegogo, 
New rules have opened the floodgates to give creatives support and freedom. Mm. Among campaigns, funding for sleek gadgets and documentaries stood out. Zach Danger Brown, his campaign to make potato salad. We don't know if that's his real name, Danger, but we do know it is only too fitting considering the kind of risk taker Zach is. When asked about the inspiration behind his campaign, he says, I love potato salad, but I realized I wanted to make it. Still doesn't make sense to me. Mm. That sense. Almost seven thousand people pledged to the campaign, and and I delighted Zach through the internet. A potato salad party where at least a thousand people received a ladle full. Right. So well, that's a good effort. All right. One for you, Rob. Five. Strap and crap. Strap and crap. This lady won the twelve thousand five hundred dollars to develop a new way to poo outdoors. The strap and crap helps lessen the chance of messing your pants when participating in outdoor. Outdoor activities. Oh, this isn't going to go. This isn't going to get a lot of funding. How time. does it do this? Of course, because the hardest part of being an outdoors type person isn't the hiking or the climbing; it's the squatting. Why didn't she just go straight to Shark Tank and do an do a demonstration? She this crappy product claims to help lessen the chance of messing your pants when participating in outdoor activities. When you use the strap provided to tie yourself to a tree. As you squat down to do your business. So why do you need to tie yourself well, to a tree you for balance, like a windsurfer balance? I think you tie the strap around it and it goes around your back so you can lean backwards and put your legs kind of up against the tree and just squat downwards. I don't know. <laughs> this is not. This didn't take off. Surely she didn't get the funding for this. <laughs> they, we'd just like to remind people that if you are in a national forest, you are required by law to follow proper procedures for disposing of your number twos. This is the stupidest <laughs> idea of all time. When are you going to... First of all, you have to be in a situation where you're caught unawares and you desperately need yeah. to drop one as soon as possible. Yeah. But... In the unlikely event of that occurring, mm. you have to be prepared with this device <laughs> to make it more comfortable. Can you not see the contradiction here? If you're in a situation where you have to take a dump in the woods, yeah. things have gone badly wrong. <laughs> you're not going to be prepared for that situation. Yep. All right? Maybe a best scenario, a camping trip. Best but scenario. At the same time... Your morning number twos. You've still got to find a tree. True. And a tree is going to take your weight. Mm. So, so, so this is, must have failed. Legally, Please tell me this didn't. I mean, <laughs> I, I got far more time for the. I've got an update for the pl- the cloudy plane things and the yeah and the potato salad, potato salad, and this rubbish. Um, so, uh, if you're using strap and crap, be sure to work on your aim. But there is an update, Rob. Recently, strap and crap has actually changed its name to loop and poop. <laughs> That's not the problem. The problem is not the name. It's the logistics. Yeah. It's the thinking behind I it. I haven't quite got an update of uh, of how much of it how raised. they went. Yeah, it doesn't tell you whether they succeeded or not. No, I think they're still developing the uh, infrastructure. Uh, number Just four. Just so, by, by the way, yeah, the squat position, the full squat, is actually the most natural position. Yeah, as long as you get your knees, knees up, knees up, which out, is yeah. why, which is why uh, you should put a step. Why they just stick with the holes in the ground in like Malaysia? Yeah, it? you mm. put a, on for Western toilets. You need a step to raise your legs when you're sitting on the toilet. Well, funnily enough, my friend in New Orleans, yeah. he had exactly one of those. Wow! And uh, I tell you what, great results. Does it work? Beautiful. Certainly does. Uh, number four, help to fund a spiritual journey. You'll love this one, Rob. U.S. woman took to GoFundMe to raise money for what, in her mind, was Fundless. a very worthy, life-changing cause. Taking a trip around the world to further her spiritual journey. Oh, come on now. How about just a slap? Becca Gronsky describes herself as a spiritual teacher, life coach, Reiki, oh. and crystal healer. Does she take hate mail? <laughs> I'm raising money to support myself and my travels and my spiritual journey around the world. Now, you got to do like a California accent. She's American? Yeah, uh, of course. you got to do like some loser California accent. Oh, God. <laughs> I believe we should all have <laughs> no, the opportunity. That's, that's South. <laughs> California South? I don't know. Not the South. Ah, <laughs> uh, third generation. I Earth. believe we should all have the opportunity. I believe we should all have the opportunity to, the, to have the things we need at our fingertips, whether or not we have the money for them. I have set up this GoFundMe so that anyone who feels I have helped them in any way or would like to be a part of what I'm doing and would like to help me fund my travels back to Australia... Oh, she's Australian. No, where I would eventually like to create my home base. She's been Australia before, that's all that says. And around the world they can do so. 
Uh, 82, Reiki. Reiki, your favorite. 82 people donated uh, $1,022. Uh, that's too much for that. Yeah, so some of the responses. That, that's on a... Oh, that's a that's a big playoff action between that. Uh, yeah. The, so what, some of the responses are like uh, some crap strap wrote uh, handouts are for those who cannot help themselves, not for privileged and able people like yourself. Hard work, independence, and perseverance are virtues. Learn them on your journey. It says the other one was oh. you might try getting a job. I'm donating five dollars so you can print your resume. Good luck. Now stop and you've got to stop and think about the Let's stop and think uh, about uh, the alarming con- another contradiction. Yeah. In the choice of one deciding to become a life cho- coach, a life coach. Yes. What the hell do you know about anything? <sighs> she knows about Reiki. What, what, oh, you just said a few. Th- she knows about uh, what are they called? Lifelines, not lifelines. Lines of whatever it is. Feng what Shui what, and what am- amazing, revelationally train of thought have you discovered? With which now gives you the right to tell everyone else how they can be better at things. Mm. Why don't you do it yourself then? Exactly right. Stop telling other people how to do it. It's just sort what? yourself out. You're not all Tony Robbins. If, if I want, I'll listen to Tony Robbins, not you. Yeah, yeah. No, he's good. Um, number three, help me purchase Dave Grohl. Straight oh, up. That's going to be tough. Dave Grohl's self-confessed biggest fan decided that uh, if he could get a bit of money together, he could hang out with his idol every day. Frank Payne asked the internet to send him some money so he could purchase Dave Grohl. Yep. Great name. The Frank, real Dave Frank Grohl. Payne. He wanted 35000 so he could buy the dude from Foo Fighters and Nirvana. I think it'd cost more than that. Well, that's what I'm thinking as well. I'm his biggest fan, and I figured I can round up enough scratch to purchase him so we can hang out and high-five and shit. Heck, I might give him a bro hug or two as well. In fact, I don't think you can buy him for anything. But fear not. Frank is a realistic guy, and he has a backup plan. If it turns out, buying a human is actually more difficult than expected. Mm. If it is indeed illegal to purchase another human, or if Mr. Growl isn't a willing seller, then I'll spend the money on beer, because Dave seems like the kind of person that will want me to drink beer. Okay, that's fair enough. So, apparently, there's a load of people that actually like the way Frank thinks, because he's actually raised $1,854. That's further than I thought he'd get. Yeah. Although, I can tell you right now... He's no amount of money will uh, buy Dave Grohl. Yeah, not for life. If you gave him thirty-five grand, he might hang Come out with you for an hour, turn up to your birthday party. Yeah, probably not. Actually, <laughs> he might. He's a, he's a nice so guy. He'd make that a day for doing nothing, at least. Yeah. Uh, number two, Rob, meat soap. Meat. So- oh, interesting. There are people in this world who think that smelling like meat is pretty awesome. Oh, so to make no. it more convenient and sanitary for people to get that bacon fresh scent. A campaign was launched to produce aromatic meat soap made with animal byproducts, fat scents, and flavors. Hmm, interesting. 42 people liked the idea of smelling like meat, and they were the ones who helped back the project to raise $1,900. Great. They only wanted 1500 So meat soap's a possibility, Rob. I'm, I mean, too, I'm, not, I'm not into it. You too could smell I, like turkey. I can't imagine that's a, a, that's a strange combination for that. Hmm. And then the number one, this is very, very recent. That's why I kind of um, picked it up. He obviously read about this German Instagram couple that caused outrage because they were asking their followers uh, for yeah, $16,000 yeah. to take a bike trip to Africa. Yeah. German couple faced backlash for asking their followers to crowdfund 10,000 euros to cover costs of their upcoming vacation, but have now announced, due to the backlash, they are now going to step away from social media. Mm-hmm. Kathleen Onk and Elena Engelhart, who share the Instagram account Another Beautiful Day, announced they will be taking a tandem cycling trip to Africa and needed help from more than 42,000 followers to cover their costs. A social media influencer who admitted his mother funds his lavish lifestyle is now asking for help. So uh, basically, it's backfired very, mm. very badly. They basically only raised $1,000 out of their $16,000 goal. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they've uh, got offended because they were actually looking for uh, money to fund the bikes, the gear, food, accommodation, internet, SIM cards in every country, insurance, and emergencies. Right. It says, we could write the long text about mental health or global warming. We yep. could tell you about following your dreams or how important stepping wow. out of your comfort zone is. We could tell you how beautiful traveling is and its benefits or the fact that most news doesn't match reality but we're going to show you. However, following widespread criticism from their followers, 
who accused a couple of freeloading and told them to get a job. Onk said on Monday, I will now be stepping away from social media. Oh. Wait for it to go on a walk. To go on a walk? Yeah. That's it. You could go for a walk whenever, actually. Yeah, but this is even better. With this post, I will step away from social media for a little while, adding that he would soon be doing the hardest thing I've ever done mentally and physically. That's right. Going on a walk. <laughs> it's just going to keep walking, Rob. It's just going to keep walking. Forrest Gump, but Forrest not Gump. even running. So well, uh, I don't like those two very much. Now, can the reactions off. were, well, why don't you walk to a job interview? Another said, didn't get any donations, so they've got to walk to Africa now instead mm. of flying. If it's the, if the hardest thing you've ever done is go for a walk, then I can imagine how earning a living like the rest of us must be so hard for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so uh, that's... Uh, that sounds almost as hard as trying to get people to fund you to watch three or different sports yeah. in three or days. So that's the top ten, Rob. Um, I've just got some odds. This is no joke. This is official odds from Sportsbet. Mm. Israel Falau's next career move. Play for any top 14 French club, $2.50. Christian Pasta, $3.50. Mm. Permanent host of any program on Sky News, $5.00. Pay for any Japanese, play for any Japanese rugby team, $6.50. Licensed real estate agent, 10 bucks. Oh, because he's, he's got a pretty big oh, property, $7 million port- portfolio. property portfolio. But in the Sydney, that's two houses. Oh, it's seven, I think. He just sold one off last month, though, yeah. for a million. Uh, play for any NRL club is $12. Play for any English premiership club, 16 bucks. Play for any Pro 12 club, Italy, being named as 18 Play for any Super League English club, 21. Sports anchor on 9 or 7, $31. Play for any NBL club, basketball in Australia, 51. Play NFL, 151. Or play NBA. It's a bit of a step up, $501. So that is... It'll be very close between the French club and... But surely, if any, France is very progressive. Wouldn't they be jumping on the bandwagon for this as well? Nah, not the no? not the not the pro top fourteen. No, nah. they don't care. They don't care. They just yeah. sign Toulon or Toulouse or one of them. They'll just sign him. Racing. Yeah, one of those periods. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah, they'll just sign him. Big periods. All right, get to go France for a bit. Hmm. Good deal. Italy, I reckon he can hang out with the uh, Catholics. He'll probably end up getting coked up and going to Bendigo off the rails. That'd that'd be brilliant. In fact, what's that paying? Well, you should contact Sportsbet, Rob. Write it's, not your own really, it's not really an occupation, is it? No. No. It's a hobby. It is. He can write it off a tax. Hobby income. <laughs> with a, with his million-dollar crowdfunding campaign. That would be... In fact, if he did that, that would definitely be the greatest sporting bender of all time. Oh, nice. Imagine a blazing evangelical Christian oh. that lost his entire career and then went off on a coke fueled bender through Paris. That would be insane. That would be a great story. I might, might suggest it. Hi, I'm Ronnie O'Sullivan, and this is 365 Days of Sport. So we played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be. It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the song, and it's clear of mine, because the words don't fit, and the song is shit. You're a talentless kid. You suck! What has he got? Never-ending bag of it is tricks. Never the, ending. the bag of sick. Of um, is the uh, worst song in the world. <laughs> it could be a new sting, Rob. Mm-hmm. Basically, I've gone back to basics here. Basically, I've gone back to basics. Uh, it's not a sports star singing. It's not a team singing. It's a song about a sport. A song about the sport by just about any a, old someone. By any old someone. It's not quite as okay. not as good as the Greyhound. The Greyhound song. It's not quite as good as the Greyhound song. Run, run, Although. Run. <laughs> When you hear it, you're going to realise it's along the same theme. This time I would still like a reprise of Where Would Be Without AB. <laughs> you keep saying I that. love that song. Do you? It's so bad, it's just the best. <laughs> it's, it's so perfect. bad, it's good. This sport, mm. water polo. I haven't got much... There's a water polo There's song. There's a water polo song. Someone has done a water polo song. This can't be good. And it's trying this, to... This will be from Bulgaria or something? Well, I think he's American. Okay. Uh, I'm not quite... I haven't got the details on that. But, um, mate, I reckon you're going to love it. If you love the Greyhound song... Yeah. I think you're going to love this. Okay, okay. Interested. By the way, the guitar I'd playing... I'd like to introduce to you our game. I like to play it with all my friends It's always fun in the sun When we play it 
bit of Flight of the Concords about I'd like it. to introduce you a game. All you need is a pool and some friends. So grab a ball, but now with two hands, that's illegal. <laughs> it's called Water Polo. I reckon this is Nothing Brett from Flight of the Concords. to this sport. Cause when you get in the water, it's game time. <laughs> oh, a bit of a mistake, a bit of a shuffle. No, I push through. Yep. Do what you want underwater. <laughs> Just don't let the ref see. <laughs> Everyone should play this sport. It's way better than hockey. Speedos are ripping down. This sport's a little cocky But hey, that's what happens When you play water polo Right before every shot Don't forget to score up real high Get all your power flowing Aim for the corners The number one rule of the game Don't ever stop <laughs> don't ever stop treading It's essential <laughs> Come out and join the team So we can be Lake Brantley Cause Lake Howell is number one Shout out to my Seahawks <laughs> uh, Do what you want underwater just don't let the ref see Everyone should play this sport It's way better than hockey <laughs> It gets good now Speedos are ripping down This sport's a little cocky But hey, that's what happens When you play water polo <laughs> Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> well, we, that was terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. Just ridiculous. Oh, it's not called Worst Song um, in the World for nothing. So, plenty yeah. of sound advice about uh, the ins and outs of water polo. Yeah. And um, training is essential. Training is <laughs> essential. <laughs> well, the hell did you find that? Oh, mate. You know me. I'm full of I'm Honestly, resourceful. God. Oh, that ticks all the boxes it, it for does, sure. It does tick all the boxes. Um, it's it, what would be better, though? Very literal approach. If it was an actual, like, a water polo star. Right. You know, somebody that, hey, I'm playing in the Olympics. I don't think they could have pulled that off, though. No, I don't think they could have. It's just, uh, there's bit a... bit of humour in there. Remember, don't stop training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's quite good. Oh, very, very I good. I think that one's going to come again, Rob. I I'm that, pretty sure. That's up there with the Greyhound song. That is up there Certainly with it. I knew it. As soon as I heard song. it, I thought, yep, this is up there with the Greyhound song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and he rhymed. Saying, he ri- A bit of rhymings and then sometimes totally not rhyming at all. <laughs> but particularly the last, oh, the yeah. punchline, the yeah. most important line, the last line of the chorus. You're yeah. expecting a rhyme. That's what happens when you play water polo. Doesn't rhyme with cocky. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. So um, no, that was a, a he, he ran out of ideas there. But the fact is, he had to make sure that people were aware yeah. that he was talking about water polo. Yeah, not not another sport. Definitely not. Um, he managed it's to slag off hockey in the process. Than hockey. And do a shout out to the Seahawks. <laughs> it's got every element we need. That's up there now. Yeah, one of the greats. That one. I tell you what, we're we're gonna have to do a top ten mm. before long. Yeah, of, of of worst songs in the world. Yeah, yeah, but. Those ones, not just Serena Williams and Lewis Hamilton. No, no, no. I'm not. No, no, no. Good ones. Ones, Good. That, ones that suck so much we enjoyed them. That's I love it. Not the ones of, of dickheads that are already good They've at just lots got of too stuff. much time and money on their hands. Yeah. Why would you be the best in the world at something like the greatest female tennis player of all time, and then do a rap song telling everyone how great you are? Yeah. That... About yourself. No, I agree with you. I think totally. the truth comes out. That's why the whole. US Open episode. Wasn't mm. surprised. Nah, I wasn't surprised. Surprised myself. Let's not get into negative five. No, no, no. no, no. Fact, no after great, that. Great experience. Well, it's just lifted our spirits. Great insight into water polo. Oh, awesome. Uh, the ins and outs. So lo- don't I'm... let the ref see. No. Training is 
Essential. essential. I love it. Love that. Uh, I've surprised myself some weeks, and this is it's up there. I love it. Soon, honestly, you can't believe how much joy that that, that song brought me when I found it, <laughs> because I just knew it was going to bring the house down. Tick the boxes. Ticked every box. Well, I've 119 shows. You That's... know a worse song in the world when you hear it. <laughs> yeah, you can't get better than the water polo song. Masita. They've been making quality apparel since 1933. A great range of sports gear for all ball sports and all corporate wear. Doesn't matter what sport you play, Masita have the kit for you. Masita offers a full catalogue of on-field and off-field apparel. It's the best quality money can buy. Get in touch. 1300 Masita or masita.com.au uh, Here you go, my uh, Rob, sports news. Man Peace from German Bridge... Four people on boat below hospitalised. Wow. Uh, let, oh, I'm going to try and guess. What's the, you, can, you can have infected urine. Yeah, but it, it's not to do with that. Oh. A man urinating off a German bridge has injured four people on a passing boat. The incident happened at the low-clearance Janowicz Bridge injured. in Berlin. Uh, the tourist boat was passing underneath when the man started to relieve himself. The passengers hit their heads in the rush to avoid any splashback. Oh, right. Se- yeah, it's drama. Several people jumped up and were wounded in the head as they passed through. Four people were taken by ambulance to hospitals. It's not known if the offending passerby has been found. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he did a runner. He did a runner. you got to be very quick. Hi, I'm Dane Swan, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. So, um, Kyrgios was playing at the at Queen's this week. Yep. At the Fever Tree Championships. Mm. He had an eventful day, even by his own controversial standards. He was only at the tournament for one day, Rob. Yep. That's how good Nick was going. <laughs> the outspoken Australian moaned, groaned, and swore his way through two matches, picking up a code violation in both matches exited the tournament with predictable rant at officials. During his first round win against Roberto Cabellas Baena, Kyrgios launched an expletive-ridden rant at the umpire <laughs> after missing a set point, claiming the Spaniard had double-faulted. Uh, Kyrgios did spend most of the match row it, rowing, rowing. Yeah, he's going to row. <laughs> Kyrgios spent most of the match rowing. Yeah, well, yeah good on you, Beef. Yeah. Uh, spent most of the match rowing with the experienced chair umpire Fergus. Fergus Murphy! Sledging his opponent, mocking the Lions judge, and muttering to himself whenever he conceded a point. Bro, you're taking an effing piss, mate. Kyrgios told Murphy. Now, I've actually, I don't know how clear this is going to be. You got some audio. I've have got you? the audio of. Uh, oh, let's do this first. Let's have a listen to this, uh, but you might have to listen quite intently to hear the full effect of the ramp because mm-hmm. it's one of the most hilarious things I've heard for a long time. Sure. So what I know it's difficult to hear, but basically was this far out? No, Joe. What are you doing? It's so far long. Like, what are you actually doing up there, bro? It's taking a piss. I refuse to play. <laughs> it couldn't have been further out. What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus, it was not an out. The second serve. It's a joke, man. It's a serious joke. Then he comes up with this absolute belter out of nowhere. Your hat looks ridiculous. Also, it's not even sunny, bro. It's just... <laughs> Apparently at one stage he even threatened to walk off the court after accusing a line judge of rigging the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to give 100% when I've got linesmen rigging the game. I don't want to play. You wonder why I don't try half the time. Literally the set have finished. He double folded. Why am I playing at 5-5? It's an absolute joke. At one point during the during the match as well, after he missed the return, he admonished himself for playing FIFA until 3am. See, the, 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 this is the thing I got with, with Kyrgios now that I've just thought about like his general vibe is he doesn't care yeah. quits tournaments walks away whatever i don't care that doesn't matter get my money rah, 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 whatever but if he really didn't care why does why he get rant? so angry yeah it's true uh because he's impetuous it's just pure frustration I mean, yeah. and well weirdly enough because like if i compare it to obviously this is very comparable my social tennis on monday yeah nights. comparable yeah standard and everything you, you want to be competitive 
You want to, but, and he's but naturally if, competitive. But if if you mess it up, I can still sort of laugh at it and go, "Oh, that yeah. was a bit rubbish." But he should have that mindset. If, if he really doesn't care, it probably maybe if he relaxed a bit, he'd be all right. It seems to be not within his character, though. No, what's quite funny the fact that he basically openly admitted that he was playing FIFA till three a.m. He mm. knew yeah. that if he won the first match, he'd have to play a second match in that in the day. So um, he did face the second match because he won the first match. Mm. Uh, he was beaten in three sets by Canada's. Felix Orga Alessiame. I've seen footage of this. Queen's Club has got... Well, we've been to Queen's Club, haven't we, Rob? Yep. Not that we saw tennis there. No. We saw real tennis. Yep. The court tennis courts are quite close together, mm. and they've just got a little dividing fence between the courts. Yeah, right. He actually spent the change of ends with his head over the fence watching the game next door during his match. <laughs> it's absolutely unbelievable Gilles Simon versus Kevin Anderson he was watching the other game at the change events it was just hilarious uh, in the second match though uh, oh this is the kickoff to the uh, the second match which is quite funny he's sitting there getting ready to play and all these blokes come up behind him and uh, they, they do this to him let's go Felix you got this he honestly probably does <laughs> the fans are going let's go Felix <laughs> That. Do you want to hear that again? Because it takes you by surprise, quite sure. Let's go, Felix. You got this. He honestly probably does. <laughs> if that wasn't enough to put your money on uh, Felix to win in straight sets, because Kyrgios obviously didn't care. Uh, even are you allowed was... to be on your phones during the in the game when the well, game's on? Well, did go with him? Yet? Like, not the Queen's tournament. One before, apparently, mm. when he got beat in the first round, apparently, he literally sat down and got on his phone immediately after losing, checking out how the horses went. Could have it, yeah. Kyrgios still managed to collect a code violation after smacking a ball right out of the club. Not just the court. He went out of the club in anger. Code violation. Uh, he also threw in a smattering of underarm serves. Overruled a line call in favour of his opponent. So a ball got called out off mm. the opponent's serve and he said, no, nah, that was in. Mm. And just walked off. <laughs> uh, he ranted at a camera woman for taking a photo while he blew his nose. Um... <laughs> he also said he thought some of the calls were outrageous it shouldn't have come down to me and Felix giving each other points mm. uh, I just don't think at this level of sport we should have to have line judges and umpires that aren't making the right decisions this is brilliant now and uh, I know what happens nothing happens they get a little slap on the wrist you know they don't get any warning or fine or anything for their mistakes so what's the difference for me doing a code violation why can't they get fined for having a terrible day in the chair like there's hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line here it's not a joke they just think it's a joke because nothing happens to them after the match they don't get any investigation or anything I think it's ridiculous like why not have another umpire ready to come in if that guy's having a terrible day I don't understand I have to pay the fines for it the calls are horrendous but I get fined and he gets nothing uh, at the end of the match when he lost he actually threw his racket out of the stadium and it hit an official who was walking past no joke he also lashed out at idiot supporters for booing him as he left the court to which he responded with some expletives I'm playing my heart out and I've got to deal with idiot umpires and idiots in the crowd what do you want from me dude that was a great press conference apparently oh great how there must be a breaking point like how well, long can you sustain telling everyone else all the time that they're always wrong? That's exactly Always right. point. Eventually, it's got to crack. You, I, you, I, can't, you can't just shield everything out all the time. You've you got to feel something. I, Unless you're a full-blown sociopath. I, I, I totally agree with you because I just think, although it's easy to say, you know, why doesn't he just calm down? Why don't he do this? one? He is going to lose his shit one day. Mm. And either somebody's going to get hurt or he's just going to go on a full out meltdown yeah and, I know and actually get banned from the sport yeah I think yeah. so I mean he tossed a chair on the court the other week didn't he yeah that was at the no that was during the match and they kicked him out I mean he'd already been disqualified um <laughs> I don't know. He's going to launch a racket at someone's going to hit. But they must be... The people at the top will be having the exact same discussions with I think, us. Yeah, the yeah, amount yeah. of public interest, because he's, it's the Howard Stern thing. We want to see what he wants to do next. Mm. So that's the same thing. Howard Stern, the highest radio ratings, yeah. he, he was the most hated and the most loved DJ. And the answer that both sides gave as to why they hated him so much, but still listen, and why they loved him so much, yeah. still listen, they want to see what he does yeah. next. 
I mean, the question you've got to ask, is he good for tennis? They probably think he is. Mm. But in the meantime, the same with McEnroe. It's the same deal. People want to see him blow quite, up. he oh, wasn't quite so crazy. throwing chairs. Not as and... crazy as Kyrgios. Nah. Although like... I think McEnroe sees Kyrgios as a modern-day McEnroe. Right. I think he does deep down. Yeah. Pretty McEnroe f- also was a champion. That's very true. Nick hasn't yeah. really won a lot. Seven majors for John McEnroe or something uh, like that. Was it seven? I thought it was a bit more than that. But anyway, might you're the tennis that. man. Might I don't more, know. Might be more than that. The problem is, right, if he does have a full-on meltdown, he, and there is a possibility he'd just walk away from the sport as well. Mm. If he realises it's all got to him and it is too much, you know, he could just go... But then what would he do? It's a great question. I mean, he's not but, short cash, is he? That's the thing. He's already won no a lot. no one would trust. He can't go in the media. He could say anything. What if he loses <laughs> plot? What, what if Pat Cash says think- something? he doesn't like I don't think he's and he goes material. Mental. well that's the thing with tennis players isn't it the, the, the options are really limited after tennis I mean obviously he's not going to be Leighton Hewitt's right hand man for, no. oh, oh he's on better terms with them than nah, um, nah, nah they're gone nah. now too <laughs> I, I think Nick's gone in with the Bernie camp and I think that's all yeah. no, I think Bernie after the Australian Open where he accused Hewitt's you know jobs of the boys and all that I really think Kyrgios jumped on board with that and that's, yeah. that's him gone it's weird, isn't it? So he's just going to ride the wave as long as he can. Why not? Just ride it out, man. He's only 24. That's the strange thing. Just Bowles for... Beach, Australia. <laughs> Biggest wave in the world. Going to ride it out. Crazy. I'm Mick Fanning, and this is 365 Days of Sport. Even Right, Rob. What do you got? This is crazy. This is brilliant because this Sunday in Sweeten mm. in Lincolnshire, yeah, we've covered kind of covered this before. It's the World Egg Throwing Championships. Egg throwing. So you basically throw an egg in pairs. Oh, and catch the other end. Catch it without it breaking. Oh, that's right. fun. That game. It is fun. We've got a load of other things going on. Remember Egg Russian Roulette. Yeah. It's the World Egg Russian oh, Roulette. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Right, yeah, so the yeah. Egg Russian Roulette World Championships on Sunday as well, by the way. Dominic, should I explain it to the people what Russian Roulette Yeah, egg, go for it. There's a bunch, uh, a carton of eggs, and some are cooked and some are not. And they crack it on your head, and obviously you can uh, see what the outcome is. Well, whether it's If it's not cooked, then it's going to be a bit of a mess. If it is cooked, it'll just, yeah, nice It'll one. be still a bit of a mess, but less wet. Yeah. yeah. Sore ahead, probably. <laughs> so, egg throwing. So what they do is you start 10 metres apart, you throw an egg to your partner. If you catch it without breaking, you're still in. It goes to 20 metres, 30 metres, 40 metres. But in an incredible turn-up from the the news from across the ditch in New Zealand, the Yoke Ferns hope to crack the world egg-throwing title. Two university students set to give the world egg-throwing championships a good crack. Ben McColgan and Lockie Davidson, both 21, leave this weekend for Swayton, England, to attempt to shell-shock the best egg-throwers in the world. The third-year agri-commerce students at Massey University turned up to the New Zealand Rural Games in Palmerston North, entered the Have-A-Go competition on a whim, which they won, and then they finished second in the national finals later that day. It turned out the winners couldn't go to England. So Davison and McColgan, now dubbed the Yoke Ferns, received a call from Willamette Travel Group saying they are the new New Zealand egg-throwing team. And uh, they've been training ever since. Uh, their best competition throw is 55 metres. And in training, they've actually cracked 60 metres. That's you, pretty far. But if you've cracked 60 metres, you lose. Hey. hey. So uh, if they do 60 metres, they should. They should be in the uh, in the area of winning the world title, Rob. That's that's just a long throw. For an egg, I know. Yeah. I couldn't and, throw it And to catch it and not break, the give, you'd have to do a, like a, a on-road catch. You'd have to almost spin around. Spin around in a circle. Yeah, you got to... Like take... a reverse discus. <laughs> That's a great description, Rob. Reverse mm. discus. Mm. McColgan is a former cricket wicketkeeper. He is the catcher. Davison's the thrower because he can actually throw farther. Jacob Oram yep. is helping them out with throwing. Good. Yep. So a former black cap. Yeah, big mm, unit. Big unit, six foot six. Uh, the accuracy seems to come with distance, Davison said, so I'm just trying to extend that range. If I can get the egg to Ben, he's got a pretty good chance of catching it. He's got awesome hands, so the big thing is the range, and I'm hoping it's in the ballpark to take the catch. The pair, this is weird, I'm not sure whether they're going to get this choice in Swayton. Mm. The pair have found organic size 6 eggs that they are the best for throwing because of their thick shells. See, that's a false economy. Should be training with a size 5, normal... Jumbo egg. 
size pop- five. Yeah, size five is normal, isn't That's it? That's a small one. Oh, it's a small. Are you mm. on a, I like size seven. Size seven. Yeah. Are you an ostrich egg man, are you? That's not that big. I thought size five are the normal ones. No, um, I'm thinking grams. There's 500 grams, 600 grams. Oh, yeah? 700 grams. Okay, I don't know. 800 grams. I do like jumbo. eggs. I'm not denying that. Great. Very good for your eggs. Yeah, it says uh, when they're training, it says their shoulder does get a bit sore. Ben gets pretty, pretty much covered in yolk, but it seems to be working. We've improved on our personal best. Davidson isn't a cricket player, and he said he had an unorthodox slinging throwing technique. Yeah. Says I just leverage long levers and fire the egg at Ben as far mm. as I can throw it. I had to do this once, but it certainly was nowhere near 50, 60. Yeah, That's I've played craziness. this before. Um, uh, it was only 10 metres when I did it, I think. Oh, you just this a little underarm block. It was It was one of those school camp, it was leadership camp at my oh, high school. Oh, right, yeah. And yeah. it was one of the, you had to do all these challenges. This one whole day, right. and you could find different activities to do in my friends and, and egg I, throwing we're was on to, there. we're trying to get some extra points at the end of the day uh, and so my yeah. there was an egg throwing challenge and mark carruthers my friend we did that he was a very good tennis player actually used to travel the world doing june tournaments beat leighton hewitt as a kid he did not surprising mm, not surprising okay yeah, yeah. He, he won the u.s open late yeah, yeah yeah anyway Twice. it was you know what it was actually it was a day of nerds right. it was a day of 16 17 year olds pretending to try and be adults and it was, they're all acting. All of a sudden, uh, these guys said, oh, I'm going to be a serious. I'm going to show these teachers how great I am so I can be head boy or whatever. It was just ridiculous. And I was so proud of myself. Upon reflection, we looked back and we were supposed to do a team presentation of yeah. what we did for the day. And I stood up there and I just paid out the entire week. <laughs> I paid out all the students. I took the piss out of our own group, took the piss out of the teachers. Everyone was laughing, yeah. made a mockery of the entire week. And I look back, I've never been more proud of myself oh, to be well able to done, cut Bob. all that poncy, upper class, we're preparing you for society, professionals, wanky rubbish. Mm. So well, I got off track there, but yeah, that's what come after the egg throwing. So if you are in Swayton in Lincolnshire this weekend, you could be a triple world champion because there's the World Target Throwing with Accuracy Challenge. Would you throw? I'm, a, I'm thinking you're throwing eggs at a target. Simple as that. That sounds like fun. Um, there is the World Eschen, uh, Eschen, Egg Russian Roulette competition yep. where you basically slam eggs onto your head. And if you survive all the way through, a bit like egg jabbing, you we, can be world champion. Be like the deer hunter. Yeah. And then there's the World Egg Throwing Championships, which is quite amazing. I'd mm. like to be in this. I'd be the catcher, I think, Rob. You can throw, because I can't throw very far anymore. I, I can't really throw very well. That's why I, I, every sh- you're gonna Monday to... at tennis, I wrench my shoulder. Yeah, you'll have to bowl it. Courtney Walsh style from the boundary. Now, what do you got this weekend, Rob? I'm going to Geelong. All the way to Geelong. I've got oh, and I've got a baby shower followed <laughs> by a freaking one-year-old birthday party in the afternoon. Oh, that's brilliant, And then we're going to Geelong. That's a so, fun-filled weekend. Yeah, well, we just got to get through it. Just got to get it. through it. Well, I hope you do get through it, because otherwise I'll be doing the show by myself next week. Well, I'll get through it. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll, people will be on the edge of the seats wanting to hear how the baby shower went. Oh, I can't wait for that. And then Saturday night, New Zealand-Australia cricket. Yeah, the top four will be sorted by that. It will be India. India. Australia, New Zealand, and yes. Sri Lanka. No, Sri Lanka won't. But Bangladesh is ahead of Sri Lanka. Are they? I think oh, England, they England should still make it, but they've got to play us as well. well. I don't know about that. It's all about character. Whoa. Right. This was episode 119 of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. 365 days of sport. I'm going to bed. <laughs>